Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, household pets. I'm so excited you tuned into this episode. I am honestly honored and thrilled mm. to have a truly a dear friend of mine. Yes. But people sometimes are like, they don't understand how we met each other. And I have to say it was the gym. Yeah, we met at the gym. We met at the gym. Ladies and gentlemen, Busy Phillips. Thank Hi. you for coming in. Thanks for having me. And I know you're very selective with your podcast because you're a busy woman these days, but I, I appreciate am, it. I am and everyone has a fucking podcast. You, so. have, you have to have a podcast. Got, everyone's got to have a pod. I don't, I don't understand Twitter. I don't actually know how to use it. So mm. they were like, it's a lesser of two evils. You either do Twitter, you do the tweets, or you get a podcast. So I said, I guess I can listen to myself talk all a day. A podcast is preferable to Twitter, for sure. I had my podcast for a minute with Steve Ag. We're yes. no doctors. Um, Which was great because I actually needed medical advice. I love it. And I still love the podcast. He's carried the torch without me. But the last year when I was working on developing and putting up Busy Tonight, I couldn't commit the time to doing it. Right. And then we were going to do a Busy Tonight podcast, but... Um, it's too much time. Well, we it was going to be okay, but we couldn't get the approval from the people that were putting the show on, on at the time. So Okay. So that's ship sailed. Listen, um, I just want you to know, and it doesn't even matter coming from me, but I'm so proud of the fucking work you've thank done. Thank you. Because, you know, you've always kind of guided me, and for just a little backstory for some listeners, is we met at the gym and very organically, like, kind of had, like, a natural friendship. Yes. I mean, that sounds weird, but it's Hollywood, so you no, never know. But I said this on my show because Jennifer Carpenter was on my last show with another friend of mine, Whitney Cummings, right. and they actually also met at a gym. Gyms in Los Angeles are where people uh, not just like hook up like it's where you meet friends because everyone goes to the fucking gym when they're out of work and they're an actor because you're just panicking and sweating panicking and sweating and looking over your sides and um yeah you just like meet you meet you see the same people you meet you meet people and you, I think one day I, you overheard me saying something to somebody. I was like, I'm so stressed about this audition. And you literally took my hand. Oh, we were like standing at the front desk at SoulCycle. And you were like, you've got this. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. I was like, I need a job. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, like you're doing the damn thing. And, you know, I, I don't know. What do you, how do you feel right now? I actually feel okay. I feel like, well, this is going to be interesting because this is going to air. But we're doing this right now. And just so for you, listener and pets. This is just, uh, my show ended one week ago, just a week ago. Right. So I feel good. And I actually feel very empowered by- As you should. Everything. By the response, 
to my show getting canceled. <laughs> it's like kind of weirdly best case scenario if you're gonna if you're gonna get kicked off the air. Because everyone's now panicking, like, what? Why is it leaving? Yeah, they're pissed. People right. are pissed. There's lots of like, re- there have been really nice pieces written about it. And then, and then beyond that, I guess I just have learned after 20 years in those business, right. um, the last year has been probably the most transformative for me as, you know, like an, like whatever, but like as an artist and, right. and thinking about what I want to put into the world and right. how I want to put it into the world and what all of that means, especially right now in this current climate and this time. Right. And I just feel I don't know. I, I'm turning 40 and I just feel ready. I feel like super ready for the rest of it, for That's all of it. That's amazing though. But like what a perspective. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, you because you have been working since you were a kid. Yes. You know, you understand this business and I think what I've learned is it's like, just don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. And I'm sure when you're having your own show, you just kind of learn like, listen, I got to do things my way. Right. You know? Yeah. And, um, and, and in I, this business, I feel like I never know what the fuck's going on. I never know what's happening. Even well, though- yeah. I mean, the problem is the people that are still sort of in charge and holding the the purse strings right. are just operating from such an old school mentality. Mm-hmm. And so much of this industry is just driven by commerce right. and it's just driven by commercial. Right. And so to have that understanding, which I sort of have always had because my first television show was Freaks and Geeks, which right. was like famously, uh, you know, critically acclaimed and canceled Cult too following. soon. Right. Yeah. And I mean, after 19 episodes, they pulled the trigger because they felt like the ratings uh, weren't there. But, you know, and so I learned that lesson immediately. But, you know, I think we get sort of, oh, I don't know, everybody gets sort of like you get spun up about like what you're doing and, right. how, you know, and the, and the bottom line is so many of these people are still just in it for the bottom line, right. you know, right, like, right. like they're in it for that, that ad dollar in the space right. and to make, make so much money and you have to align your values and what you want to do as an artist and say, and how you, you just have to figure all that stuff out for yourself. Right. Because if you're going to be putting yourself in a position where you're constantly asking, because that's what all this business is truly like, mainstream Hollywood is asking permission. Right. You know what I mean? You Mm -hmm. can't just like, and so YouTube is such like a revelation for people because all of a sudden they can like make these videos and put them up and whatever. But like most of that is garbage, you know? Everyone's like, when are you doing YouTube? I said, absolutely not to YouTube. I'll tell you why. Because what is my, what is my video going to be? Just me and my mom like bitching about, you know, like her trip to Old Navy. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, no, no, but I would, I would sell, um, I would sell your Curb Your Enthusiasm type show, (laughs) uh, like with you and Robin to, to YouTube premium. I would do that. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like I would rethink it. Like it's just, the other thing is, you know, cable's fucking dead. Like that, that ship sailed and you know, people, it's the subscription, the streaming services, and then it's just online and that content that I think people will pay for stuff for themselves. Like YouTube Premium has a huge amount of subscribers and young people, that's what they do. Well, it's just that when people are like, you need a page. And I just like, I would be competing with 13 year olds doing makeup tutorials. I don't think that like (laughs) you putting your content up for free on YouTube Mm -hmm. and trying to build it that way makes sense for who you are. Is this cool that we're just doing like a mentorship right now? (laughs) I'm like, what? I'm just going to talk Catherine through what I think the next steps of her career. But I don't don't think that at this point for you, 
you and like yeah. what you've established via Insta right. and and your personality that's gotten out there that that would be the move. I do think you still should probably sell a show. D- but, desperately trying, <laughs> but but you I'm but like YouTube Premium is like nothing to nothing to sneeze at. Oh no, I he, think no, I would totally sell a show to YouTube. I just wouldn't don't know how to vlog is essentially what I'm saying. I know how to do the 15 second clips on Instagram, mm-hmm. but like if I've got to film something in my mom's basement, you know what I mean? And like yeah. set up a ring light that yeah. just stresses me well, out. Well, and what's so interesting, you know, I know this guy. I've I was I've been friends with him for a million years. This guy Jason Nash, who's like a huge YouTuber, mm-hmm. and he was a stand-up, like struggling writer and actor for a million years. He was always around, like doing open mics, trying to get his shit together, like trying to sell stuff, whatever. And he finally got really big on Vine. Like he started doing Vine and that and like got a huge following from that. But meanwhile, you know, he's not like a kid. He's right. An adult, a grown ass adult. Grown up. (laughs) And, and then from Vine, when that shut down, he transferred that to YouTube. But those guys work so hard. They like shoot all that stuff. It's a full time job. They edit it. Yes. You know what I mean? They like hustle, 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 hustle. And And so they make a ton of money. Those guys who are throwing up that, those content creators. Totally. But like, I'm not, that's, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not interested in doing that either. No, because I, it's just me. Like, when mm. I ever have to do, like, self-tape auditions with my mom, my mom's always trying to out-act me. You know what I mean? I'm like, Mom, no one can see you. Mm-mm. No one can Mm-mm. see you. You're just reading the lines. And my manager is always like, we need you to, I need you to redo that and tell Robin to take it down a notch. Because she truly is like, I say our relationship is like Joan and Melissa, but we're both Joan, you know? Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I, I feel you. Which People don't realize it's always a one-man operation. Yeah. So, I mean, thank God I have my producer, Michelle, because I wouldn't know how to edit this. Yeah. I tried to do my podcast. I did two episodes by myself, sent it in. They all got deleted somehow. I called Ray like hysterically crying. Just like it's, That's I can't do it. me too. People are always so surprised. I mean, Ray meant, Ray Raymond's here. Ray, say hi. Ray, were you surprised at how <laughs> technically inept I am? No, only because Heather is the same way. <laughs> okay, because I feel that's really funny because I feel like um, I feel like people are often surprised. You know, I do so much of my own branded content. Mm-hmm. All of that is like you do that on your own. All the right. paid posts and the commercials. I, I started shit doing like that. reverse marketing. What I did is I started just putting up brands that I love. And then harassing them, and then well, they'd be like, w- "We have to no, pay no, no. you now." But that's actually a thing. I yeah. mean, that's like truly a way, a way in. And I've had so many. You would not believe, like the level of actor celebrity uh-huh. that have reached out to me in the last several years asking uh-huh. me for advice. Hey, you know that thing you do? How did you do that? Like, <laughs> what? How, who, who do you, how do you get those brands to pay you? How much do they pay you? Like, right. people get real interested in it because right. a little bit, I did figure out how to beat the system. Like, four, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I started monetizing my own Instagram, you know, and the brands pay me directly. Right. And, you know, we'll see if Instagram, I bet Instagram at some point will like start to take cuts if you're going to do. Well, that's posts, the rumor right, right? now because I started doing stuff on IGTV and it's a whole thing. And I can't even figure it out. Like I literally figured out how to do stories. And now they're like, we got to, you got to learn something new. Right. So IGTV is tricky too. Cause I've been yeah. trying, we, in the discussion about my show before we like move it to another platform, I was like, should we try to get sponsors to pay for me to do like a version of my show sort of mm-hmm. on IGTV? 
gee, TV. But it's a, it is a little bit tricky. It's a little bit complicated in terms of what their deal is in right. the, with the brands. And I mean, we're all just trying for anything. To, I feel like I just throw, you know, spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks mm-hmm. at this point. But, you know, it's you kind of encouraged me because when we met, Instagram had just come out. And you were yeah. like, keep doing what you're doing on Instagram. Because, you know, there's an audience there. And I just kind of was sick of going into these auditions yeah. that I knew I wasn't right for. Yeah. Like, I literally auditioned for a role. <laughs> it said, you know, morbidly obese but beautiful. And I called my agent. And I mean, I'm, a, you know, whatever, size 14, living my best life. But I was like, this is this is the shit that I have that – this is it? Yeah. This is Heather, you do know that I played the fat girl in White Chicks. That's what oh, my character was, was the described as. Uh-huh. 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 What? Yeah. What? That's insane. Because yeah. you also were like a baby when you did that. Yeah. I mean, well, to be totally honest with you, I think I was a size eight. <laughs> right. Which, but it's also <laughs> like, like, what? the fat girl. Although then maybe upon further reflection, maybe that was the joke. Right. Is that she wasn't really fat, but they right. are just so horrible that They're they, so horrible. you know what I mean? Right. Maybe. And it was a different a, time. That movie wouldn't be made now. <laughs> no. Oh, never. <laughs> never. Like Shallow How? No, never. my God. Never. Well, actually, no. I feel like those guys would make it. The Farrelly brothers. Well, they don't Don't they continue? Yeah, they don't. It seems like they really don't care. They don't care. But yeah, it was just kind of one of those things I came in like really sad one day and you were like, what are you upset about? I was like, I'm not even upset because I'm a character actor. Like I love putting on a wig, having seven chins, doing my thing. I'm so comfortable in my own skin. But I was like, this is what I'm getting sent out for. Like I want to make my own shit so I can create my own world. Well, yes. And the other thing is like part of this last, you know, almost two years in this industry where I feel like people have really woken the fuck up. Right. um, In terms of the way that women um, have been like subjugated and treated Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of the things is having, you should be a leading lady, Heather. You know what I mean? Thank you. You heard it here first. No, but you should, (laughs) but you should be like, like we all, there should be a space in which, you know, the casting breakdowns or the people that are writing these things are thinking like in a global sense of that humans look all different kinds of ways and all different kinds of everything. And that should be represented in the television that we watch. And we just know like there's just so much research that's been done that people, you know, when they see it on television, they believe it for themselves. So in order to change the culture, including like body positivity and racism and sexism and all of these things, like that has to be represented in mainstream media. And, you know, it rarely is. It rarely is. And there has to be like a little bit more of, I don't know, a reckoning maybe. You know, like when I was growing up in this business – this is in my book, but like, and, and, and lots of people have talked about it. Like the term fuckable was like, was always thrown around. Like, is she fuckable? And that just comes from the fact that you walk into those rooms to test for television shows or to, to do a right. screen test for a movie. And the people making the decision are white men in their forties and fifties. Right. And so they want to fetishize you and see if they would fuck you. And if they wouldn't, then you're not getting the part as the lead of the movie, the romantic interest in the movie. Of course. It doesn't matter that someone out there, of course, would want to fuck this person. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right. she's just not fuckable to you, sir. Well, in your very narrow scope of like, what right. is fuckable? Yeah, it's a, it's a very weird time, but it is exciting to be able to make our own shit. And that's what you do with your Instagram. And Thanks. that's what you translated on your show. You yeah, know, it was like, you. fuck it. I don't want to ask for permission anymore. I want to do my thing. But then as we've come full circle, you, you know, it's still, you still got to play the game, which has well, been interesting. A, a little bit, yeah. But I guess I'm just still trying to figure out how to beat the game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my that's my hope for the next 10 years of my life and career is like, I want to beat the game and I want to help other 
women in marginalized groups of people who want to make art figure out how to beat the game. Because I don't think we're seeing a fast enough transition at the very top of, you know, representation. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I don't see it in the studio heads, in the people who are making the decisions, in the the top executives, and the people who are greenlighting and saying these things can be on the air. I don't see the turnover as fast as I want it. I want to just transition for a second. You know, I have been trying to encourage everyone and anyone, your moms, your cousins, your sisters, your brothers, everybody just to start getting freaky. Why is that, Heather? Well, I've realized in my 30s, I'm having really a sexual renaissance. Not even. I've always been horny. Here's the deal. If you're going to get freaky, you know there's nothing worse than when your lady bits are like the Sahara Desert. Hell, they don't even have to be dry. But you know what I like? Something a little slippery. Something a little slippery. I feel like that should have been a song that was like a hit in the 80s. And I don't know why nobody called me. Probably because I wasn't born till 87. Anyways, I'm talking about one of my favorite companies ever. It's called Woo More Play. That's right. Woo, W-O-O, More Play. Basically... If I'm getting freaky, I'm doing it the right way. And the Woo More Play is a coconut oil-based sex lube. That's right. You can put coconut oil on your sunburn. You can put it in your bulletproof coffee. And honey, you can put it on your lady bits. It's all natural, all organic, raw, non-GMO. You should treat your genitals the way you treat going to Whole Foods to buy a rotisserie chicken. You know you're not getting something with chemicals and preservatives. So you shouldn't be putting that on your body parts. You feel me? Treat your body like you treat a rotisserie chicken. It's antibacterial, it's smooth and silky, and even better, you know me, I'm a dessert gal, I love a good sweet treat. Honey, this tastes like cupcakes. That's right, it's coconut oil based, which means it kills germs, increases sex drive, and is chemical free. And how do we sweeten it? Oh, with natural stevia, which also fights germs, is full of antioxidants, and tastes like birthday cake with that birthday sex. Ooh, wow. Wow. I should have gone into the music business. It has a vanilla essence, which means it increases sexual arousal. Ooh, yes. It enhances your mood. And even better, it's like turmeric. It soothes inflammation. And it has beeswax, which promotes relaxation, hydration, and relieves pain. If you're getting freaky and keeping it cheeky and not giving the same love to your body as you're given to your Whole Foods order, you need to look in the mirror, Cheryl, and you need to say, get it right, get it tight. Or get it right, get it loose with Woo More Play. Here's the deal. Be good to your lady bits and be good to your man bits and it'll be good back to you. I encourage everyone to get freaky in a safe, you know, a a safe way where everybody's on board. You know what I'm saying? But listen, if you love sex and you're like me and you like to just sometimes curl up with your Italian stallion or I don't I don't know who you're into, do it with Woo More Play. It's the only virgin in this room is the coconut oil that you're about to use all over your body. Woo More Play is here for you. You can also find Woo More Play available at woo, W-O-O, more, M-O-R-E, play.com. Follow them on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at Woo More Play. And remember, it is woo, like woohoo, woo. Oh, yes, honey, it's wooMorePlay.com. Get 20% off your Woo More Play order with 
the code. That's right. It's absolutely. Again, that's 20% off your entire order of Woo More Play with the code absolutely at checkout. Now, back to the podcast. Everything, I mean, even since, you know, everything has come out, the auditions that I still go for, it's always tired mom of seven. And it's never just like one kid. It's like of multiple children, which listen, I can't wait to be a mom and I'm always tired, but I'm just like, I'm like, do I, like what? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I can't, it can't just be like the lead and yeah. whatever, you know, it's, it's the business, but yeah, there's so much we can discuss about the business. But it's but. so, but to me, here's the thing. Like, did you watch the All in the Family and Jefferson's I haven't seen it like yet. redo thing that no. Jimmy Kimmel did? It was so cool. It was awesome. And they did like the real episode. I think that's a great thing. I feel like that should be a series. Maybe it was, that was like a backdoor pilot. Right. I have a feeling they'll, they'll do that like as a series, right? Of those things. But, but here's the thing, like those two shows illustrate how like putting ideas that are sort of more progressive into mainstream media into the zeitgeist at a time when they're when they're very progressive mm-hmm. change the popular culture right. and change the conversation and right now like I'm I'm sorry like I just don't see that many shows that many showrunners putting it out there and trying to fucking do something and it takes yeah. a vision I mean it takes people with vision it takes the visionaries and if they are they're going to like the prestige of, you know, HBO, Showtime, and Amazon, and whatever. And then what you're missing are all the rest of the people who are not paying for those because they don't have the the people who don't have the progressive ideas, who aren't holding those progressive ideas in their homes because they're, you know, working class, whatever. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that like the art needs to help move them in the right direction. I got to be honest. I'm so ready to have a weird performance art moment. Like Mm. I want to do a stage show in a little black box with like a weird smoke machine, some puppets maybe. Like I've just been watching some weird shit recently where I'm like, I'm ready to tap into that old weird theater kid. Just do it. I'm going to do it. I want all of us to do all of the things. Right. And I just feel like it's possible. You know what I mean? In a way that like... We just have to, we, you know, we just have to, we have to move through the world as a A unit, a white man. No, (laughs) just like that. It's like that it all is owed to us. Right. And that we should take it. Right. And I know that the world sends you the messages that it's not and they try to beat you down. But like, let's just, let's just rally against that. Right. I'm here for it. Well, let's, you know, is there anything like, okay, so the Absolutely Not podcast, we talk about, and we'll take some mm-hmm, uh, voicemails mm-hmm, in just a second, mm-hmm. but on like a light note, like, mm-hmm. are, is there anything out there that you're just like so pumped about? As we say in Absolutely Not, we need to, you know, we let always the man need an know absolutely. he can't put us down. Are there any absolute yeses? Like things you're just amped about right now. Mm. And it could just be something stupid. You know, it's okay. Well, I'm very, very into Olivia Wilde's movie. Oh, I can't wait to see it. So good. Oh, great, great, great. great. Absolutely. Absolutely, To Olivia Wilde and the movie Booksmart. I love it. It is incredibly well done. Great. I just want to be friends with Beanie. Oh, she's so cute. And what a cool name, Beanie. Cute. You know? Yeah, she's. I never had cool nicknames growing up. Well. It was Heathcat or Heathcliff. Like, come on, ugh, come on boring. I mean, I, I mean, got you're one, busy. obviously. Yeah. My kids, you yeah, know, yeah. I pass it along. You did. That's what you can do for your children, Heather, someday. Will you help me name my children? Yes. I have my baby names already picked out, but I feel like you could like add a little spin to it. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is Jeff is so Italian, but his last name is Daniels, which is like, everyone's like, is Wild. he really Italian? Jeff Daniels. I know. I know. It's a whole thing. So I don't I, think I ever knew that. Yeah. <laughs> like the actor Jeff from Daniels. Dumb and Dumber. No, I know. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, So I think I need to name my kids like salami. Not mm-hmm. salami, but something, you okay. know? Okay, I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So absolutely to, great, <laughs> to you naming your kids <laughs> focaccia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, I'm, I'm, I'm an absolutely for weird names, man. Yeah. I love it. But not the like, not the like weird, like made up names like. The I'm ones that to are think, too hard to spell like, sh- stress me out. Yeah, or like. Well, what are those names that like are made up that the that people you know like yeah what am I what am I talking about like, like when someone's like, name is like l- XDU and you're like their name is Zoo and right, like, right right that's right. not a name right no it's more I'm being snobbier it's more like the you know the people that are like um, Peloton and like <laughs> okay you know they're like Tinder they're, like if you name your kid Tinder it was a made up Spanx right like a made up <laughs> brand name yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no like the girl like the women who you know go to church and they've got the hair that looks like you know and they oh god I'm are being, you talking about people in a cult I don't know I'm why I'm trying, trying to pick up what you're putting down. I literally, down. I don't know. I cannot give you. This I can't. chlorophyll water that you're drinking is really, really it's going taking straight to my head. Straight to my head. Um. <laughs> so one thing that we do on the show okay. is we have, you know, listen, I'm going to go ahead and warn you. Uh-huh. Half these people are in the bag when they call. It's like, you know, or some are in prison. We've gotten a couple of phone calls that where we don't fun. know how they got a cell phone in the slammer, but they did. So uh, people call in either with an absolutely not, an absolutely yes. We just kind of give them our unsolicited life advice. Great. And again, if it's medical advice, I'm not a doctor. This one woman, I, you know, I talk about like ashwagandha on my on my Instagram. Right, right. And this one woman was like, um, just found out it like can cancel out your birth control. And I was like, you didn't consult your doctor first. You know, just like stuff like that. Like, also, we're just like Google. Google. Like just Google. Google. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. When all else fails. All, all right, right, let's listen. Let's hit it. Hey, it's Danielle. Yes, girl. small town outside of Memphis, Tennessee. Again, <laughs> I also wanted to point out um I did graduate high school in 2005. Okay, me too. I actually have a lot of classmates that ended up going to Ole Miss as well. But most of them have came back, got married, had kids. What is up with, and it might just be my area, I don't know. Everyone's kid has an (laughs) D-E-N ending for their name. Meaning like Aiden, Caden, yeah, Hayden, girl. Layden. This is what I'm talking about. What yeah. is up with that? This is exactly. Wait, this. Pause. Holy pause. shit. Yeah, this wait, is perfect. Okay. This is what I was talking about. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Caden, Brayden, yeah. Belayden, yeah. Sabaden, mm-hmm. Pacaden. Mm-hmm. What the, What are those names? Here's the thing, Danielle. I just want you to know. I understand. She's from Memphis. I love Memphis. Okay. It, here's the thing. I talked about this on another podcast. Somebody. It's a thing too in the South. Or they'll add if it's not an Aiden, they'll add like a, a Lee at the end, like Brantley. Um, oh yeah, that's Brantley. right. Brantley. Brantley. You know? Grantley. Uh-huh. Frantley. Uh-huh. It's just, oh my it's god. It's a whole vibe. That was what I was talking yes, about okay. before. Oh, I that is so weird. I, well, it's not because yeah. I'm you know psychic, I but right. Um, I knew this was coming. Obviously, I want to set my kids up for success. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I just feel like a, a Bryden. A Bryden, you're never going to, you could never sound like an adult. Bryden? Yeah. Bryden. Mm-hmm. Bryden. Um, but shout out to, uh, you know, Danielle from the class of 2005. Me too, girl. Me too. And uh, hotty toddy. Okay, let's go to the next one. Like, I like names that are unique, but not those ones. Huge fan. My name is Emily Dinda. I come from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What, what Philly? It's a quick, absolutely not that I myself experienced today that I just needed to call to address. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with denim shorts sitting on like hot indoor seating. That's an absolutely not. 
the sound and the feeling of the oh, back God. of your thighs when you are forced to rise from a chair <laughs> in bad air conditioning <laughs> in <laughs> denim, nonetheless, mm-hmm. that's an absolutely not. Okay, we can pause rebuking it. Rebuking those and rebuking Satan. Always rebuking Satan, embarrassed for him. Emily, thank you for that call from Philly, home of La Colombe Coffee. Would love if La Colombe wanted to sponsor me because it is my favorite. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very strongly Let about me tell denim. You. Yeah. What do you feel? Well, you know, I buy all my jeans from Old Navy because it's the greatest store in the world. Mm-hmm. I have them on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing worse. Here's my thing. Because, okay, when I wear jean shorts and I get it from a chair that's like woven in the hot mm-hmm. sun and, you mm-hmm. know, you have that pattern on the mm-hmm. back of your legs. Hate that, it. It's not even, I'm not even embarrassed. It's just uncomfortable. I hate it. Because then I have like, you know. Lines. I have lines and wicker print on the back yeah. of my legs all day. Birdie's obsessed with lines. Ever since she was a kid, my daughter, this is my daughter. She's she's Very almost linear. 11. No, she's obsessed with when you get a when you get a line oh, on your mark. skin. She hates it. She hates oh. it. She's like, oh, I got a line. What's it gonna go away? I got a line. <laughs> like, it's like that is her number one. Absolutely not. Our lines, lines on the backs of her legs, on her arms, like whatever it is. Always since she was a kid, she hates the way it feels. And it's cricket. No, Birdie, no, Birdie, 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 my almost 11-year-old, still to this day hates lines. Or if I have a line from sitting uh-huh. on like a wicker chair in the summer, she will like come up and have to touch it. Really? She's like, ew, ew, so she I hate not, it. We know she does not have a future in dermatology. No, she hates because it. Because you pick, I pick. Oh, so Ray, literally last night was like, are you fucking picking your face? And I have tools. Oh, I have a kit. I have full kit. Mm-hmm. Like an extraction kit. Me like, too. I go to get facials and then I'm like, okay, you know, I look at the girl and I'm like, what's your name? Lindsay? Lindsay, I... You and I both know right. you didn't get it. Yeah, this is cute. Yeah. This is cute. <laughs> right, right. This is cute for you, but let's... <laughs> Sometimes I've... Oh, God. What? This is it's the crazy. Sometimes I've asked for a mirror so that I can... Above my head so I can see them extract. Oh, I... See, that's like hot to me. I would, yeah. Yes, of course. You know, it's like, okay, when you're giving birth, I haven't given birth, but all my girlfriends who've now had kids are like, well, I don't want a fucking mirror to see what's going on. They, they, they all refuse the mirror. But in this case, I want to see. Oh, yeah. Also, mm-hmm. when you give birth, ask yeah. for the mirror. It's fucking fascinating. Really? Oh, my God. Well, especially if you're a picker. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of scratches the same itch. <laughs> like, you're like, what? I mean, you know, knock on wood, I hope that I'm going to be a cool pregnant lady, but mm-hmm. my mom seems to think I'm going to be the worst. She's like, Heather, you swell. You're always uncomfortable. You don't, like, I I just don't thrive mm. when the, I'm uncomfortable. But the, here's the thing. I will say, just having been the biggest pregnant person I have ever met, <laughs> um, with edema, this is not even a joke, uh-huh. with my first daughter, I would go get pregnancy acupuncture. This is not a joke. And water would drip <gasps> out of where they poked the needles in. Actual Water. You get puffier than me. Yeah, it was bonkers. Um, but- I can have like one vodka soda, and my mom can look at me and be like, "I know you've had a drink," because that's how much quickly I swell. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm me too. Me too. There must be a. T- we must have your the type? same. Do you? Can you say that on, on air? Is that weird? It. What? Yeah. I, don't I don't know. What would people do? I don't know. I get freaky messages all the time. I think I'm being negative. Fuck me. Really? I'm being negative. <gasps> Is it our blood? And you know there's this thing called the blood type diet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done bullshit. it. I've done it. Did it work? Yeah. It's great. Are you Fuck. kidding? But it means I have to give up avocados and chicken. 
I know. We're not supposed to eat. We are not yeah. supposed to be gluten. Uh, no, no oh. gluten. Yeah, yeah, no gluten, no corn. Um, no one should eat corn. And here's the thing: when I go, and you know, you and I both love Mexican. We, yeah. we love. No, Mexican Marie's. food is the Fucks number one thing that we're not supposed to eat. If I sit down and have a, a like a thing of chips and salsa, mm-hmm. I get a migraine afterwards. But Ooh. I keep powering through, and I just chug it up margaritas. Yeah, yeah. I know I am directly, directly allergic to corn. Okay, so yeah, on our blood type, I believe it's like n- no chicken, no avocado, and no black beans, and no corn. And so I was like, I'm out. It's basically like paleo keto. For us. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And I have to say, all of my like issues and everything, you know, when I do that, I feel really good. But then (laughs) I don't want to leave the house and I'm sad. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not. It's not. But you know what? Balance is a thing to strive for. (laughs) You're looking me dead in my eyes trying to convince yourself that you believe that and you don't. (laughs) I don't. Well, I do. I think I I think I found a really good balance. I think I have a really good relationship with stuff now. Yeah. And I feel like I am able to, like, keep my crazy under control and eat the nachos when I want them. Right. And and not feel the guilt. And not feel the guilt and, like, make make other choices the next day. Well, you know what? That's all we can ask for. That's all we can ask for. I can't believe the same blood type. Okay. Let's go to another question. Oh, wait. Can I say one more thing about the chairs? Yeah. Just leather chairs in general in the summer are so, or or plastic, are just so offensive to me. They're so, and absolutely not, because I am, you are too, I'm a sweater. Full sweater. I sweat all the time and I sweat everywhere. So I hate getting up off of a leather chair and seeing my leg marks Mm -hmm. from sweat. Oh, let me tell you, well, these seats are suede and I'm in jeans now, but I don't know why. Maybe it's because the sun's at my back right now. Mm -hmm. I will literally, it looks like I've peed. Like I keep checking to see if I peed a little because it's just (laughs) steam heat. It's just, it's just like I'm radiating a lot of heat down here. Yeah, we're really hot. I run run hot. I run so hot. I'm always sweating. Ask Ray. Yeah. And I wouldn't. He always, that's his job. Part of his job is to cool me down. (laughs) Cool me down. My next bit, like when I make my first bit of, (laughs) when I make my first bit of like coin, I want to get a car that it's got the cooled seats. Girl, what do you think I have? Yeah. <laughs> I got those air conditioner full blast up my vagina I'll in the be, summer. I, listen. A, Almost all the time, actually. A breezy, cool vagina is, to oh, me, better than anything. Heaven. It's heaven. It's heaven. It's heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to just transition for a second. Here's the deal, my little babies. How many times have you been out shopping and you found, like, the most amazing designer bag? I'm talking Louis Vuitton or Gucci or maybe even a little Chanel. And you're just like, I have to have it. And then you look at the price tag and you're like, you know, that's an absolutely friggin' not. I'm not paying an arm and a leg for a bag. Well, here's the deal. I've been telling you this and I hope you're listening because TradeZ, yes, that's right, TradeZ.com is where you need to be going. I'm spilling the tea on TradeZ because it is that good. TradeZ is basically, ladies, the hottest online luxury fashion resale marketplace. You can get every designer you can imagine, and you're going to get things in the best condition you could ever imagine for like $400. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, though? I've never seen one in stores for like, I don't know what, say like less than $1,000. Listen, style should not be about spending a fortune. Am I right? Y'all know me. I'm a high-low kind of gal. It's like you have to look for the good pieces, and that's exactly what you'll get at Tradesy. And you know how I feel about like schlepping around New York and, and and in the heat and then you're on the subway and you see rats and it's just disgusting. That's an absolutely not. That's why I love Tradesy because I can just sit back, 
sip an Aperol spritz, a little Chardonnay, and I can shop Prada bags from the comfort of my own home without the ranging under boob sweat and the sewer rats. I'm not doing it. I'm not getting on the L train, okay? In fact, hell, I don't even have to leave my house to buy or sell on Tradesy. I got a couple nice things in the closet that I want to trade out for something else. I can put them on Tradesy and sell it from the air conditioning. And listen, you can sell what you already have in your closet to buy your next favorite thing. If you're like me and have pieces in your closet that you literally have never worn, I swear to God, I have things with the tags on them, you know, because of my emergency weight, which I just like, they were wishful thinking at the time, but why not sell them, make some cash, list them on Tradesy. You get a free shipping kit so you don't even have to go to the post office to mail it. You earn cash and never come out of pocket to buy designer again. Honestly, it's a game changer. You want top of the line? Great. Go to Tradesy.com. And here's the best part. There's no fake shit. That's right. They look at everything. Every single piece on Tradesy is guaranteed authentic. It's not like going on Craigslist and like, you know, wishing on a hope and a prayer that this Chanel bag you're buying is going to be legit because we all know it's not. Everything is authentic on Tradesy or you get your money back. And listen, if you don't like it, you don't keep it. They handle all the returns so you don't have to. Visit Tradesy.com to save $50 on your very first Tradesy purchase when it comes to $400 or more. Use code absolutely at Tradesy.com. That's right. I said promo code absolutely at Tradesy.com. Check them out today. I promise you're going to love them just as much as me. I just started flexing a new bag I'm about to show you all on the IG and I got it on Tradesy. I feel guilty buying myself designer stuff sometimes. So it's really nice to, um, you know, to do it in a way that I can afford it. And then, hey, when I want a new bag, I put it back up on Tradesy. Check out Tradesy.com and use promo code absolutely. Now, back to the show. All right, let's go to another caller. Hey, Heather, my name is Lauren. I've been following you on Instagram ever since you first started the Britney 911 saga, <laughs> and I've been fully obsessed with you. I love you. You are hilarious. You bring so much joy to my day. I have an absolutely not for you because okay. my boyfriend and I, we both went paleo oh. for three weeks, which if you know me, you know that I was dying inside. <laughs> and my absolutely not is the fact that men, all they have to do is think they want to mm -hmm. lose weight and they lose weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But us ladies, we have to work so hard and we have to, even going paleo. She's so, no, she's so stressed out. Okay. Yeah. Lauren, here's, I, yeah. here's the thing, Lauren. Breathless, here's the thing. Lauren. Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren. Yes, it's this true. is a universal truth. Mm -hmm. That is the testosterone that is helping them to just shed it. And, you know, I'm married to a man who does not fluctuate much and is very, has it real under control. Like he's like very thin. Right. And fit. He's a slender man. He's a slender. He's not, Shout a, out he's to not Mark. the slender no, man. No, no, but he is. Um, yeah. So Jeff is so annoying. I mean, Jeff and I, our weight fluctuates like, you know, the temperature in New York in the fall. It's insane. He could just like cut out. He'll go from like Soda, eating pizza. right? Yeah. yeah. He'll go out from like eating pizza five days a week to like down before. And he's like, I lost 15 pounds. I, I hate, hate him. It. I hate it. And my thing is my hormones, like I'm doing the most right now, but my hormones are so fucked up. So I'm really estrogen dominant. So my body thinks I'm six months pregnant. Right, so it's right. holding on to it's like I could I could literally I could I could run a marathon I could eat nothing and I'm just it's holding on so I'm having to find this weird balance like my doctor was actually like you can't go to soul cycle six times a week you actually need to like do some soft yoga maybe some meditation and for me I like to work out so I'm kind of <laughs> losing my mind like I'm getting a little 
You know, you got to again, I'm coming back to balance. You got to find what works for you and you got to do it. I think this is the problem with hard cardio is that you then will crave carbohydrates. You'll eat more when you do super, super hard cardio. I'll leave Barry's boot camp and need like two bowls from Chipotle. That's how hungry I am. Yeah, that's and that's the that's the thing. That's like where you get into like if you have a goal, if you want to lose weight or whatever and you have a goal, that's the part where sometimes the hard cardio you should take a break from it. Right. You tried like, okay, because I really, I don't know, I haven't done it, but everybody I know, they really think that the weight, the super heavy weightlifting as a woman, yeah. like, is where you're well, supposed to be. Here's the only thing. I'm built like an ox and I am un, I am freakishly strong. Like, I've never darkened the doors of a CrossFit because they'd send me to the games in the first three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they what? I mean, I would, it would be me and like six German girls. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. similar and I am, a, I'm terrified that I would just like bulk up and mm-hmm. look insane. Right. But there's all of this. We could go low and slow. Like we could build up to it. But see, I, it becomes a challenge to me. Like my parents were the, I was a son my dad never had. So like if we needed to like move the baby grand piano to the basement, I was the one who just put it on my shoulders and moved it. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Actually, my parents really, they had, you know, the, the giant, the, like the water cooler upstairs in their bedroom and the five, the big five gallon jug. I had to carry it up. Even as like a six-year-old, my dad was like, Heather, the Crystal Springs water came in. I need you to bring it up. And I just did it. Like, that's me. But also that's a boss move to have a Crystal (laughs) Springs in your bedroom. (laughs) They just, how much hydration did they need in your house? I know. We were doing mini fridges before people knew what they were. Maybe we install a filtration (laughs) system. (laughs) What we've got. What's happening? No, it was me in the fourth grade, like, being like, I got it, Dad. And no. I put the thing over my shoulders <laughs> and go up to their room. I swear to God. I love it. Yeah. All right, let's we have time for, like, one more. Hi, Heather. My name is Christine, and just have to say, I think you're amazing and hilarious, and I'm so happy that you're finally doing a podcast. Love you, Christine. So my question for you is, what is your opinion on children's uh, smocked clothing? Smocked it's a very clothing. Uh, attire for the little ones. But right. personally, I cannot stand it. I think they're hideous. That's okay. my opinion. I know some people love it. So I'm really curious on what your thoughts are on children's smocked clothing. Okay. Thanks. Well, this is very specific to the South. I have feelings. You have feelings. Yes. Okay. Christine actually sent me a DM. I actually opened my DMs right before I came in here and it was like, I sent a voicemail about smocked clothing. I need you to comment. That's so, hilarious. Um, I think every, uh, I'm not into smock clothing. I'm never going to put my kids in smock clothing. No. Well, I think, but here's the thing. There is also like a children's clothing movement that's like more retro, but hipster. Right. And so, because I spent a lot of time in Charleston, South Carolina. So I know the traditional Southern smocking children's Mm -hmm. clothing, which I am not here for. I'm not either. And I get it if you just do it for the christening or the Easter. I want my children. Oh, I don't mind it. I don't mind like a christening. Right. I want my children to look very like little old people. You know what I mean? Nothing makes me happier than when there's a baby dressed as like a real, like adult, adult. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm, in a little tuxedo mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in, um, in like a little, you know, a little house dress. Full Victorian gown. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm obsessed right now with, um, you know, I love these. I'm wearing a dress right now from mm-hmm. them. Shop Doen. You know that it's like, do you know who they are? Ah, oh, tell no, me. Okay, Shop Doen. It's two women from L.A. Um, I'm pulling it up so you can see it. So this is an absolute, yes, Shop Doen. Shop Doen. I'm Doen. obsessed with them. Women run company. But anyway, they make the most incredible dresses for, for ladies. But then they have like a kid's line that's just like the kid's kind of like versions of their dresses but they look kind of retro hold on i'm gonna show it you have to see it you have to see it to believe it and everybody at home just get on that little computer check it out unless you're driving please don't but see this is she's got some smocking but where is it? But it's like cute smocking. Well, it's just it's like the baby these, smocking. these kids look like they're just they're from the the Great Depression. Oh, that's adorable, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. With like the boots. Oh, they look like they're extras in Annie. That's oh. what I want my kids to look like. They're extras you know, in Annie. My mom, oh, look. Oh. So here's a here's a here's an instance of good smocking. Oh, that is great smocking. This is mm-hmm. my mom used to give me like a dish rag, and I used to have to go wash the whiteboards, literally the baseboards. But I, she said I loved it, and she told me I thought I was in Cinderella, and I'm like, Mom, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was like child labor. So she never needed a housekeeper because I did it all. Oh, well, why the, shouldn't my look child look like yeah, that? Adorable. Like just like she's like from the '70s, scrubbing the floors. We have to talk about when we ran into each other in Tulum. My mom oh, gosh. and your youngest. They had a real cricket. connection. They had a connection. You feel, I feel like they had a soul connection. They are the like, same person. Well, yeah. uh, or like, or is it like a past life? Like For sure. I couldn't figure it out. Wait, when Cricket said, tell me more about Acapulco. <laughs> to Robin, Mark and I both almost spit out our margaritas. Tell yeah. me more about, about Acapulco. Acapulco. And the crazy thing is, and I've said this before. <laughs> Ray knows Robin brings up this story about Acapulco. She won't tell me what happened, who she was with, but this was like a very important time yes. of her life. Something, <laughs> something happened. Something happened. I think it was dark. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think it was, was dark. Too. I think it was dark. It was wild. And um, cricket. Yeah. And cricket was just sitting like on the edge of her seat, like ready to she go. She loved it. Loved it so much, and loved Robin. We got to get them together again. We'll put, well, they Maybe should have a show. That's the show. <laughs> Maybe that's the show. The young and the old, just young having a and moment. Old. Multi generational. Yes. Let's sell that to CBS. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Robin and Cricket. Busy. I know you got to run. Thank you for being here. I, I love and adore you. you. We're going to come to Charleston. <gasps> I can't wait. I'll bring Robin to Charleston too, and then we can test out the show. I'm going to see you at my birthday. You're coming to my birthday, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Ray and I might have to do a stop in Greece for like a couple days beforehand. Oh, yeah, we just got the invite last night to go meet Lindsay Lohan and Mykonos. Yeah. But I'm we, sorry. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, but we I don't know. We don't want to get too excited because I just feel like it's going to fall through the cracks. Yeah. But I, we might have an invite. I need to. Um, I need to. I, so if you want to come and we'll, we just fly direct to Cabo, let us know. The guy told us the dates last night and he was like, it's June 15th to 18th. And I was like, Heather, I have to be in Cabo on June 20th. And she I said, like, I do too, but we're going to go. She's like, okay, we'll fly New York to Mykonos, Mykonos to New York, New York to Cabo. And I was like, <laughs> that is a wild ride. I don't know. Could I'm you in. get, maybe you could get Mykonos to like. There's got to be you, there's got to be a way to do it from Europe yeah. to fly from Europe to Cabo, don't you think? Well, is I that true? Know. No, to Mexico City. Probably to Mexico. You could City. go. You could. I bet you could go. Athens to Mexico. Athens to Mexico City. City. Mexico City to Cabo. You guys would be. And you wrecked. know that would be a wild flight. That would be so fucking wild. So fun. Wait, and you're gonna be in coach? What's happened? I can't. I <laughs> no, can't. No, 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 I can't. I just got silver medallion on Delta, and you bet your ass I'm getting upgraded. I got so excited that I, my friend was like, "Yeah, okay, maybe like maybe you shouldn't come." You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if we got uninvited, but I, I'm I hoping. Just it. Literally at the dinner, was like. 
I just want you to know I manifested this whole thing uh-huh. all year. I will be there. Tell me the dates. I am mm-hmm. there. I'll and bring my like, jumpsuits, uh-huh. whatever the fuck we need to do. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a drink with him tonight. Would you be on the show? No, I don't think the show got picked up for a second it season. It didn't? Oh, my friend was just in Mykonos and he was like, Heather, I don't know what to tell you, but there was like the Lohan at Club Lohan, like the L was falling off. Like it's a, it's a shack right now. It's not even built up. No, I don't think it got picked up again. That sucks. Yeah, we got a lot of things. And don't worry. Um, you know, if we make it to Mykonos, y'all will be the first to know. Busy, thank you for coming in. I love and adore you. I love you. And y'all stay tuned because we'll be at your 40th birthday in, in Mexico doing the most. I mean, it's going to be insane. And I I just, I love that you're my mentor. Oh, so if I make I th- any right moves in my you career, it's because Busy Phillips has told me what to I do. I got to be honest with you. That's all we got at this point. We right? got to like bring up the next generation. Also, got to. Um, future organ donor, you know, be negative. Mm-hmm. Just oh yeah, that's that? right. If you ever need blood or anything, you just call me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same, same. Because I feel like I have a lot of blood. I do. I just feel like I could give you some. So I'm if you need super it. bloody. Yeah. But when I do the platelets to get the PRP in my face, every time without fail, the doctor says, um, "You have incredible platelets. They're golden and beautiful." You know what my doctor told me? Mm-hmm. I get baby Botox in my forehead. Mm-hmm. He said he. I have the thickest actual skin he's ever felt. He said the needle goes all the way into the bottom. He's like, you have the thickest skin. No, no. Wait, I, I like, have super I live thick with Robin. skin. What's going on? We need to check our parents because, you know, your mom flew for Eastern Airlines and so did my mom. No, my, it wasn't my mom. Oh. It was my aunt. Oh, your aunt. Shit. Okay. But I feel like they must know each other. My aunt and your they mom. They have to. Because she was Boston-based or Chicago-based. Mine was Chicago-based. Yeah, yeah. We talked about And you're Bo- Robin's Boston-based. Boston, Boston based. then to hot Miami. Can you imagine Robin in Miami <laughs> just wheeling and fucking dealing? That's where she met my dad. Whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And All right. never mind Acapulco. No. No. We can't talk about it. All right. Love I you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.